Hello, you dirty, filthy whore bags. Welcome back to another episode of Queen's Table. It's your girl, Queen S. And we're back with another Table Talk episode, of course. If you have not already listened to our previous episodes below, baby, I don't know what the hell is wrong with you, okay? But we're just going to jump right into today's Table Talk episode. There is beauty in solitude, okay? There is beauty. Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. And baby, there is beauty in solitude, okay? And, um... This conversation, especially within these last couple of weeks or so in my personal life, have been very, very, it, it basically solidified how, you know, this is this is what we have to bring to the table today, okay? There is so much beauty in solitude, I can't even explain it to y'all. Like, I really can't explain it to y'all. Like, I, I want to say, like, this year in general, um, was a very eye opener, um, year for me, um, only because, you know, COVID happened and all that stuff and kind of everybody was, was forced to be still, you know, everybody was forced to be still. And so within that stillness, I had to relearn myself. I had to relearn how to love myself and, and be one with myself without needing work to suppress without needing social life to suppress without needing friends to suppress without needing meaningless situationships to suppress my own personal feelings that needed to come to surface shadow feeling you know the shadow work for people who are spiritual but there is so much beauty in solitude and I realized that there's a lot of people that don't allow themselves to see the beauty in solitude because People don't like being alone. People hate being alone. People hate being by themselves because if you're alone, then you have to face yourself for real, for real. There's no distractions. There's no, there's no assumptions. There's, there's no, he say, she say, it's just you yourself and God. There's no middleman. There's nobody there to say, oh, you know, you put words in my mouth or you put thoughts in my head or anything of that sort. It's just you yourself and God. And people don't, like that that makes a lot of people very uncomfortable and I was I was once someone like that as well that I always felt like I had to be up under someone not necessarily up under someone but I always had to be around somebody I always had to be doing something you know I was always under the impression that you know life is too short so you got to be on go 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 and and all this other stuff and so you know that's what I proceeded to do but it wasn't until, honestly, COVID happening that I had no choice but to be still. I had no choice but to literally be one with my thoughts, whether I wanted to be one with my thoughts or not. I had no choice. Like, And I feel like everyone was forced into solitude because of COVID in one way, shape, form, or fashion, whether you ran from it or whether you walked towards it. Everyone was kind of forced to be one with themselves. Everyone was kind of forced to look at themselves in the mirror, look at, you know, who who's around them, who they think that matters, who they think that don't matter, who they think that shouldn't matter as much, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because it's like, now I can't just go and see you. Now I can't just go out. Now I can't just go for drinks. Now I can't just go have a smoke session. No, I can't just go have fun. No, I can't just go to work and disregard my feelings and stuff like that. It was like, no, you had no choice but to literally sit 
all day, every day, 24-8, and look at yourself. Like, truly, truly look at yourself. Like, look at yourself. Look at how far you've come. Look at, look at the progress that you need to do. Look at the shortcomings. Look at where there was room for improvement. Where was there room, you know, you could have you could have dimmed it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had no choice but to be still. And in this process, I realized there's so much beauty in solitude because True, truth be told, it helped me find myself. I did not know who I really was prior to COVID. I knew, you know, I'm Queen Sandra, of course. I knew, you know, I exude positive, petty energy. I know that I enjoy giving people advice. I know I enjoy praying for people. I know I enjoy helping people help themselves. I know I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy, I enjoy. But everything that I just mentioned was things showing up for other people. Things of gratitude and gratification that I get from helping others or doing for others. And any and nothing in that context had anything to do with me, myself, and I. And that's what I had to learn. I had to learn that I am amazing with or without someone telling me that I'm amazing. I had to learn that I needed to grow in certain areas where I thought that I was perfect in, you know, within this moment of solitude and this moment of stillness, I had to reevaluate myself. I had to reevaluate a lot of relationships that I had or have, and I had to break it down. And when I mean I broke these relationships down, I broke them down to the T and what I mean about breaking it down to the T is I could use myself as an example. Y'all know me. I'm an open book. There's nothing, you know, that I sugarcoat or anything of that sort because we're <laughs> we're at the table, baby, and everything is left here on the tables, okay? All the D's, the T's, and all the receipts, okay? But I could use myself as an example, okay? Um, I had to revisit a lot of my relationships that I thought were of importance because of years. I thought... Okay, because I've been around you for years or I've known you for years or I've loved you for years that that was enough love for me. That was enough presence for me. And it wasn't until I was literally by myself going through life. Like when I mean <laughs> a bit was going through life, a bit was going through life. Okay, I was going through life and I literally felt like I was by myself and I, even though like people try to reach out and people try to, you know, be as attentive as they could through the process with me. And I greatly, greatly appreciate all of y'all. Y'all know who y'all are, um, you know, through this process with me, but I felt very alone and I couldn't understand why I felt so alone, even though life was hitting me like a ton of bricks, even though, you know, I could pick up the phone and call someone, I still felt alone. And I, and I think the, the main reason why I felt alone is because I knew that the answers that I needed, nobody could provide them for me, but myself, I deep down inside, I knew that I'm me expressing myself to this person, me expressing myself to that person, me talking to this person about this, me talking to that person about that won't solve my problem. My problem is me. My problem is self. My problem is life. My problem is family. And everything is from a personal perspective. So 
if you're not walking in my shoes, I can't expect you to know how to carry my burden. I can't expect you to know how to carry my weight because it's not your weight to carry. And so within this stillness and within this solitude, that's literally where I found all of my strength. I found all of my strength to the point where I was okay with walking away from many relationships that I thought were going to be here through thick and thin. I walked away from many relationships that were no longer serving who I am today. And a lot of people, and this is to sidetrack just a little bit, but a lot of people try to justify their placement in your life because of the amount of years that y'all have known each other. Years don't determine if someone is capable of loving the person that you are today. Um, I had to, and I'm still, you know, setting my parents straight and letting them know, like, look, the woman that you saw three months ago, four months ago, a year ago, two years ago is not the woman that you see today. And if you cannot grow with me, if you cannot learn with me, if you cannot compromise your love that you thought you had to give me versus the love that I'm telling you that I need from you, then we have nothing else to talk about. You know what I'm saying? It's either you do or you don't. And through this stillness, I realized that there was a lot of people that I had around me that couldn't love me my way. And that's okay. You know, it's, 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 it's like when you learn to not take things personally, side note, I'm sorry, guys, I'm all over the place, but side note, I, Highly, 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 highly recommend everybody read two books. The first book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, okay? That's the only name for it. You can't miss it. The cover is orange. It literally says The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. The second book I suggest everyone should read is The Four Agreements. And I I suggest to read it in those particular order. Read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck first and then read The Four Agreements. But... I've read these, I read both of these books years ago, but it was like the life lessons and everything that I was going through and the turmoil that I was going through throughout this year, it kind of revisit everything. It kind of brought everything that I learned in these books back to surface. It was like, you have to learn that you can't take things personally. People are allowed to feel how they feel, but don't ever disregard your feelings to justify theirs. Don't ever diminish your feelings to justify theirs. Don't ever diminish your feelings thinking that, okay, I'm going to just keep it on the back burner because I want to keep you around. Or I'm going to just keep it to myself because I don't want to start an argument or I don't want to get in my feelings or I don't want, don't want, don't want, don't want. Through this blessing of solitude, I've learned the beauty of transparency and the beauty of transparency is anyone who was designated to be on this journey with you, you should never have to tippy toe around. You should never have to feel uncomfortable about telling your truth. You should never have to feel uncomfortable about speaking your truth or speaking your emotions or your feelings. And if you feel like at any way, shape, form, or fashion, you have to tippy toe around somebody when it comes to your feelings, when it comes to, you know, you expressing yourself and stuff like that, you have to reevaluate. Are you squeezing yourself to fit in someone else's standard just to keep them around? You know what I'm saying? And so back to the years, but there's a lot of people that stick around in certain relationships that are no longer serving them because of the amount of years that they've known each other. I could still love you from afar. I could still wish you well from afar. I could still pray for you from, from afar. But sometimes people really honestly never really knew how to love you. And you didn't even really know how to love yourself. And that's why it was okay. That's why it was 
whatever. That's why you ignored it. But when you, when, when you're by yourself and you're still, and you're just literally just you, yourself and your thoughts and God, you start to revisit a lot of situations, a lot of situations, a lot of conversations, and you start nitpicking. And what I mean about nitpicking, I mean it in a good way and I mean it in a bad way. What I mean is nitpicking yourself. Oh, I could have done better in this situation. You know, I could have handled the situation different. You know, maybe I was a little bit too aggressive. Maybe I wasn't understanding. Maybe, 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 maybe. And then through those, you know, awakenings, I reached out to whomever I needed to reach out to. And, you know, I provided them with apologies um, I, uh, provided apologies to certain relationships and stuff like that, because there were certain conversations that I, I realized taking a step back, it's like, okay, you were doing a little bit too much. And then the negative side of, you know, grilling yourself and going down the line is that you, you actually start realizing that a lot of people, you let them slide with disrespecting you. A lot of people, you've allowed them to walk over you as if your feelings were invalid or, you know, you kept your mouth shut a little bit too much to the point that now people are comfortable and content with disrespecting you or treating you however type of way or whatever the case is. So there's a pro and there's a con in everything. But with that being said, there is so much beauty in solitude. There's so much beauty in solitude. Oh my gosh, there's so much beauty. And, you know, this is no way, shape, form, or fashion to, you know, talk shit about anybody because, you know, my life is way too great for me to be talking shit about anybody. But this is more so just clarity. Like, when you're one with yourself and you know what you expect for yourself, everything else will be free game. Everything else will just literally fall into place. And it wasn't until I had no choice but to be still and be one with myself and my feelings as I'm going through life, I had to realize like there were certain traits and there were certain characteristics that I had that were not okay. And there were certain traits and characteristics that people around me had that were not okay. And both of those situations are okay. It is okay to not be okay. It is okay for someone to have the short end of the stick when it comes to loving you. It is okay for someone not being the person that you want them to be today. It is okay. Like everyone has their own race. Everyone has their own traumas and trials and tribulation that they have to come to terms with. And some people, they get it sooner than others. And some people don't. And through my own walk with solitude, I realized that you can't take anything personal. Everybody is going through their own shit just as much as you're going through your own shit. The only difference is some people are open and willing to compromise without being disrespectful and others aren't. And that is okay. And, you know, I still pray for everyone around me. I still wish everyone around me well and stuff like that. But, you know, there's, there's, there's lessons in those moments of solitude. And those lessons are the most valuable when your judgment isn't clouded by anyone else's opinion but yours. You know, what lessons did you have to learn in this moment? What did you have to figure out? You know, was there room for improvement? Okay, now that you know that there's room for improvement, how are you going to go back on the drawing board and do better? How are you going to go on the drawing board and be better? You know, everything goes back to self, you know. Once you're one with self, then you're one with the world. You're one with everything else around you. You know, because I took the time out to 
do what I needed to do for myself because I took the time out to be one within myself during this stillness. I love myself in more ways than I've ever loved myself before. I am so, 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 so precious with my energy, so precious with my time. I'm okay with being by myself. I'm okay with not having nobody call me. I'm okay with not getting a text message late at night, what you doing? I'm okay with all of that. Why? Because I know my space is valuable. I know the love that I have to give. I respect it. I, I expect it tenfold. I know the commitment that I have to give. I expect it tenfold. I know the love, the relationship, the respect, the loyalty, all of these things. I know I have it to give. So if it's not going to be reciprocated in the way that is best for me and my journey and where I'm headed, then I wish you well, but you can't be on this ride with me. And I could not have gotten there without being by myself, without having those conversations, those heart-to-heart, face-to-face conversations that were very uncomfortable but needed to be had. You know, there's beauty in solitude, okay? I learned so much about myself during um, those times alone, and it opened doors that I didn't think that needed to be opened or reopened. You know, I was able to quote unquote, find closure in certain situations and other situations I didn't find closure and I just let it go and I gave it to God and kept it pushing. You know what I'm saying? And I am still a work in progress. You know, I'm still figuring out as I go, but within this moment of stillness, there was so much just clarity that was given. There was so much clarity, like, like so much clarity. You don't even realize how clouded your judgment is when you try to make excuses for people or you try to justify whys for people but it's like I shouldn't have to justify the why you know the why doesn't matter you know my feelings are still my feelings and it shouldn't be justified with a why because when you add a why to it it's basically like you're adding a but well I did this and this is why no, honey, I don't need your why. I just need you to acknowledge that what you did hurt my feelings or how you moved. I wouldn't have moved like that or whatever the case is. But, you know, neither here nor there. But with that being said, I'm going to leave this off with this because I don't want this to be too, too long. Okay? Find yourself. Find thyself. You know, although COVID, the, you know, the lifts are you know slowly going back to some sort of normality even though that's not a real thing um find yourself be alone with yourself listen to whatever soothing music listen to the ocean go to the beach you know you know sit down and just have a conversation with yourself and just nitpick yourself and if there's something that you need clarity in and something that is not making sense and two plus two is not equaling four to you then that's where you ask for assistance whether that's you asking assistance from a friend or you asking assistance from the lord himself you know but at the end of the day there's there's beauty and solitude there's a lot of beauty and solitude and i just pray that everyone just Learn to just be gentle with themselves. Learn to be patient with yourself. You don't have to have it all the way put together to still have it, okay? Don't let society, don't let internet fool you into thinking that you always have to be on goal. You always have to be on 10 in order for you to be successful, in order for you to make it. 
no, baby. There's beauty in stillness and there's beauty in solitude, okay? And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week, okay? Let's start this week off with a bang. Honey, your girl's gonna be in the motherfucking campings, okay? <laughs> Honey, I am super duper excited, okay? I'm about to be in the motherfucking campings in the woods, okay? With me and my friends having our Friendsgiving, our early Friendsgiving, but... I hope everyone, everyone be safe and just know that you could restart your life at any given time, okay? Just know that you are powerful, you are amazing, you are all that and then some, okay? Anybody who is meant to be on this ride with you will be on this ride without you conforming yourself too much, without you losing yourself in the process, and most importantly, without you ever having to disregard your feelings. And until next time, my dirty, filthy whorebags, hugs and kisses, y'all, hugs and motherfucking kisses. Mwah!